What is up, fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Benchwarmers. And it's that time of the week to talk about the schedule this time. Week 21 schedule in our Fantasy Benchwarmers leagues. It's the semi-finals week. Uh, lots of close games, close matchups, and some bad matchups as we will probably discuss a bit before we dive into the schedule. My name is JJT. With Komish Eric. Komish, how's your week? I know it's not a good week. It's close. We will find out tomorrow. Um, at least I gave myself a chance in all uh, my current matchups. But uh, if I'm gonna calculate it, probably not gonna make... Uh, some of them are probably not gonna make it. But at least I was able to come back and make it closer and, you know, give myself a chance. I think that's all you, you can hope for. Or given all the injuries, even the injuries today hit my players. So it's just I don't know, just never ends. The rest, never the injury. Ends. I think I don't know if it's an indication of how maybe weak some of my teams are, but the rest are just big. Like, um, for me, I think like the Darius Garland rest, uh, was big for me. Uh, if he doesn't play tomorrow, it's going to be big for a couple of teams. Garland, not, that Garland is not a rest, though. It's really an injury. Oh, yeah, that, yeah the injury. That, that, is the, that is the scary part. If it was a rest, I would take it. But the injury... I mean, the injury, the injury. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the... Of course, the KD one was big. Uh, though, you know, that was a, an injury as well. But the Halliburton's, right? Uh, Halliburton, I think that was a rest. Um, even McConnell in a deep league, uh, I was, you know, my opponent was able to catch up in certain categories, uh, just because, you know, I know McConnell is not, but in a 16, maybe he's still something of value, right? Who else rested that, uh, any player who, you know, who rested that was big for you? Um, where the rest? Well, you mentioned the Indiana players already, so basically that's the rest that I that, that hurt me today. But uh, tomorrow, let's find out because MPJ, I have him in one league, I need him, but he might be suspended. They have not announced anything yet, so but double whammy because my opponent has KCP and Bruce Brown. So basically, if MPJ is out, those two would, would get the boost. So that would be the end of my... <laughs> any, my... any move this week that you felt like, nah, I shouldn't have done that. I should not have made that move. I should not have added that player. Mm, player. I have like Josh, Josh Richardson. I think that was a bad move. Uh, lots of non-move, I guess. Uh, Probably non-moves. Yeah, non-moves, like I was supposed to add Terrence Ross to the, the Invitationals. Um, I had I was thinking twice if I should add him or maybe just wait for Karis Lovret tomorrow because I only had one move left. Um, I felt the minutes of Lovret would probably be safer than Ross. That's why I you know, decided to just... There, there was no good player that was available for back-to-back. Maybe it was Najee. But he also had six turnovers today, which might seven, seven yeah, turnovers. So that isn't as good. Well, well I guess the non moves that you mentioned, I have a lot of non moves. I was very conservative this week with my moves. I have a lot more moves in all my leagues. I haven't even 
it's like the last day tomorrow. I still have some leagues where I have two moves, some three moves. I, I was very, very conservative. And I don't know if that's correct or not. Depends on what happens. But like Taylor Horton Tuffer was available in some leagues. He was super hot today. Although, of course, that's in hindsight. But he, he was available and I need the stats that he was able to give. Today, Naji, you mentioned Naji, and my opponent was able to pick him up. He added three three-pointers. The turnovers was big. It could be something, but it's it's like this. He gave seven turnovers. So if I added him, the turnovers will be close. I will still be ahead, but it will be closer. But the three three-pointers are important, are more yeah. important to me. So I have to get I have to accept the trade-off. No, just to have a chance. So I should have added uh Naji, especially in a back-to-back situation. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's very very important. Jalen Suggs, another player, wasn't able to pick up. He had seven stocks today, so it's a big big. I think the thing with Naji as well. We were talking about it yesterday. We were wondering why no one was adding him. You were wondering why no one was adding. Is there something with Naji that, uh, and that kind of affected a little bit my my psyche. Although I needed trees, it wasn't really known for trees. Like like we said yesterday, he was really. You don't know what he can give you at any given day, right? You don't you, you didn't expect three threes, right? Well, Maybe the other yeah. category and, and then you didn't expect it. The rebounding was not there, the assist was not there, the stocks, there weren't stocks there, which he usually Nadi can give threes. Nadi can give threes. But but the stocks sometimes there's there, sometimes there's not. I think I was more surprised with the turnovers. I, I didn't expect somebody like him to get seven turnovers. So that that was a little surprising, but at this point, there's no perfect stream anymore. Um, yeah. given the number of games, like tomorrow, just six games. The other day, some five games. So you just have to make do with the best possible situation. You just can't find a perfect one. Like this guy fits everything. You know, you just have to yeah like yeah. like blocks. Um, I would pick up a big man even if he doesn't have a block because. I mean, he's, there's still a bit better odds he gets a block. Right? Well, Nick Richards okay. had five blocks five today. Blocks. Yeah, so uh, that's big. Got me closer in one league. Uh, so although it looks like I'm gonna lose there, but because you know, still Booker and uh, CP3 had great games today. Uh, the assist was just what single-handedly, you know, erased that lead I had with the assist was single-handedly erased by. CP3 alone, he had what, 18, 16, 18? Something 16. like that, yeah. Right? Like that. So the, the, those are big, uh, big plays from my opponent. Uh, but let's see, let's see. But the, don't, don't give up, though. Don't give up. Because one, one, one thing is, if you have like seven players tomorrow and your opponent has three, there's still a chance. You know? There's yeah. still a chance, seven or eight or nine. Remember last week where I lost steals when I was up by 11 steals? I end up losing by 15 steals. Because my opponent had twenty, I, I mentioned that to you, uh, in our in our quick in our episode. Uh, he had twenty seven, I think, or twenty six deals in the last day, on the last yeah. day, and and that's given what the NBA is right now. Stats are so easy to to get, and you really don't know where it's gonna come from. Like as I said, Jalen Suggs four steals, three blocks today. Um, that's that's something. If you had Jalen Suggs and Nick Richards, if your opponent saw you have Nick Richards and Jalen Suggs, probably said, okay, I'm fine. But then yeah, those and two fighting four blocks, steals, right? Four steals and eight blocks today. So even if you're down big, as long as you have players, there's a chance. There's still a chance. A chance. Don't give up. I mean that I have one league where I thought that 
you know, I've already cleared. I, it looks like I'm going to win. And then today, suddenly, he had Taylor Horton Tucker who exploded. Yeah. I mean, those players, he, he didn't even have Yanis and Halliburton, so I felt a little safer. But then those role players did more than what they should. Yes. And it yes. got closer. And now, instead of, you know, just... Because that's a moves cap type of league, right? We only had 60 moves uh, over throughout the season. So I didn't want to spend another move, but I was forced to do so just to make sure that I get uh, a win. And plus, I don't want my opponent getting that player as well. So I added yeah, Rubio just to make sure I might get a few steals here and there with Rubio. It's a 16-team league anyway. That, that's, that's something that I was going to say. Um, they're not only about not getting the player I, I should have gotten. It's that my opponent got them. Uh, Najee is one. The second one is Isaiah Livers. He mm-hmm. added him early on though. I did not add him because I was thinking, well, um, Bagley's there. Durant. Because he didn't have a good game. I think he didn't there was... have a good game in the first game. But yeah. he had multiple games to this week. Uh, that's a good schedule, you know. So today he had, I think, three steals, two blocks, and a couple of a lot of threes. So that hurt me a lot. That 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 really hurt me because I was thinking of getting him already. I was thinking of getting him. So sometimes pulling, you know, thinking too much, kind of hurt. You know, yeah, my... true. I think that's my lesson: overthinking it. Overthinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, either invitationals can have made four moves early on midweek. I think he finished all his moves. I was watching his move count. Four moves already by midweek. I think the other day he already used up all his moves. And he did a strategy uh, to focus on three points. You know, Decisive. And, and Decisive. The, the blocks were close. Both of us didn't have, you know, I'm punting blocks. He's not really punting blocks per se, but he's not as good as well. So, but you know, can, that was a toss-up. He, he won there. Ken is eight. Am I correct? You're the top seed. Yes. I think that's the reason why. But but I've watched Ken's uh, fantasy moves for a while now, and he really makes moves early. Yeah, he really finishes the moves early. Uh, maybe because he has a lot of leagues also. But uh, one more thing: if you're down, I think you just have to stick to your strategy and just hope for the best. I think yeah. that's what he did. Uh, he didn't change midway or anything anymore because probably he's an eight seed because his team is weaker, supposedly. So he doesn't, you know, if he really loses, then so be it. But at least he gave himself a fighting chance with a clear-cut strategy. Now, for Jeremy's uh, end, I think what probably, uh, in my opinion, if your opponent finishes all your moves, it will not matter to him if you don't make your own moves. Now, if yeah. you have extra moves and you don't use them, then you're not penalizing him for finishing all his moves. I think that's something to consider. But uh, there's still one day... Yeah, there's uh, a one day. It's close. Uh, we are separated by one, three, and 11 points, I think. 10 points. Uh, but he has some three-point shooters there. He has some Jamal Murray. He has Isaiah Joe there without Shea. Uh-oh. Let's uh, see. Maybe. But on the other hand, I also have Corey Kispert. I think Kispert versus Isaiah Joe would be a good matchup for, for threes, right? Okay, get doggy. Dougie McDermott. No, I finished my move. I was thinking about Dougie oh, yeah. McDermott, but I wasn't sure about the playing time, so I just picked up Carrie Slavert uh, in case Garland sits okay. out. Uh, right? yeah, okay. That's the league where okay. I, you know... Well, I need Jokic. I also have Jokic, so I think that's a bigger advantage as well. 
You'll be fine. You'll be fine. But I need threes. I don't care about the other categories because I won them already. The three categories. So I need two more. The threes and the points. Uh, I I think the points will be... You have Levert. You have Jokic. Jokic. I have Tobias. Tobias. I think Jokic can give threes. No, last game he had four, I think. So... I have Mikal. That Mikal 12 minutes was big for me. Well, I have played... Mikal, I hope Mikal doesn't have a big game. Just, just, just right, Mikal. Just right. <laughs> no, don't, don't over, overdo it. All right, let's talk about week twenty one schedule. Uh, this week, week twenty, we had what four teams or five teams with two games? Five right? teams with two teams, two games, five teams. Yeah. Now next week there will be three teams with two games: Charlotte, New York, and Utah. Um. So you know. Um. And then the rest is out even a little bit. Yeah, I'll just mention something. No, players, managers look at what we post, and then when they see Charlotte, New York, Utah, let's drop those players right away. Um, I don't think you should do that. No, you you should not do that. You should you should check where their games fall first before you you do that. Just just something to you know, uh, say out. Some something to consider. Plus, of course, obviously, not all players are drop ready players just because of the schedule, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not gonna drop your Walker Kessler, uh, your Rosiers, right? Those players are top tier players that you probably won't drop. But uh, if you're in a do or die position, like players like Olinik probably would be some of the first ones to go, right? If in case you needed to, yeah. you know. You need to win this week, and you have Olinik not playing tomorrow. He's probably going to be the first one to go. Uh, who else? Uh, the Knicks, not much there, but I think Utah has the most number of players who are borderline. You could easily drop uh, Agbaji probably in case you're still holding on to him, right? He has two games, so he's an easy drop uh, after. Chris Dunn. Right? Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Taylor Horton Tucker. Just just to mention something, uh, they have a game right away on day yeah. one. So maybe wait until then. After they finish that game, then you drop them. Uh, for Charlotte, they have a back-to-back tomorrow. Yeah. Then they have a game on the second day. So they basically have three days, three games in four days. So not after tomorrow, you drop Nick Richards already. You, you don't do that right away. You know, just just finish them first. Maybe after the first two days, you're playing, your team is playing very well. No, you're ahead, so you don't. Maybe you don't have to drop these players, yeah. no. So you don't have to do something very drastic right away. But in terms of dropping, in case of dropping, really, Olinik, I'm uh, yeah, I think uh, he's possibly gonna be dropped also. Olinik, Dunn, HC, uh, maybe Cl- I mean Clarkson should be dropped already uh, as well. Uh, with Utah. Yeah, I've seen some leagues where he has been dropped already. And like I said, you you probably, I know that the schedule works, but if you like say you have a move for tomorrow that you want to make just to survive the week, these guys, these guys yeah. with two games will probably be the first to go. Uh, right? So, uh, but not all of them like we said. Uh, breakdown of schedule quickly. This week, we have one quality game day and that's a Friday. That's the usual Friday quality day. Tuesday, seven yeah. games, eight games on Wednesday, Thursday, seven games. Quality day on Friday, 
Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all with eight games. Interestingly, you know, very equal <laughs> or level uh, yes. number of games. So that's going to be good. You know, playoff-wise, it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting because there's no... You won't need to overanalyze or really look in, look too far ahead. Right? You can just really take it one day at a time because you probably know that it's pretty evenly spread. Pretty evenly spread. And um, I think every day, there won't be a two... They will have two players only or maybe one player. Most of the days, you, have, you should at least have five, six players. I think that's substantial enough. Uh, um, to make a difference in your in your in your matchup, so that's good. And every day you can stream, so it's not like you have to consider quality days as much. No, every every day you can you can use your stream. So now let's just see where you just have to see where your where your schedule is going, which categories you need. Then then you make your moves uh, as you go. All right. So I just turned off my video just to make sure I don't. Uh, get cut off once again. Anyway, back to backs. Let's look into the back to backs. No back to backs on transition week, transition day of week 20 to 21. Um, and then the start of week 21, Tuesday to Wednesday, we have three Detroit, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Wednesday to Thursday, Cleveland, the Lakers, and San Antonio, Thursday, Friday, Sacramento, Friday to Saturday, there's none. Saturday to Sunday, the usual day, we're in lots of back to backs here. Uh, Boston, Chicago, Golden State, Memphis, Minnesota, Philadelphia, and Washington. And then Sunday to Monday, Denver, the Clippers, Miami, Orlando, and Toronto. And lastly, transition week to week 22, uh, FBW finals week. Houston has a back-to-back. So, yeah. Worst schedule, like we said, two games, Charlotte, New York, Utah have the worst schedule. Uh, who else? Atlanta. Has a three-day break after day one. So they have a game and then a three-day break. Yeah. Yeah. Is Collins a drop? Uh, <laughs> I think Yes, so. it'd be playing well. Yes, it'd I think be playing so. Well. It's a semis. It's a semis. Uh if your opponent is gonna get him, then let him do it. There's just four teams left. Uh, well, I'm talking about the FPW leagues, but in some other leagues, you know, it could be eight teams or whatever. But there are lesser teams competing nowadays, so there will be chances you can pick pick two players you drop again, pick them back up. You no, know, if if you if if the schedule uh, improves, so I think yes, Collins, the Andre Hunter after day one, three days is too, too, too much, too much, yeah, too much break, yeah. Uh, the Clippers, Chicago, and Philly, they have two-day breaks to start the week. So, yeah, they, they won't be playing at the start of the week. So, that's going to be tougher to stream players or get players from. So, just be wary not to get players from those teams uh, if you're trying to prepare. Uh, although, I think Philly has, what, how many games do they have? Uh, but all of these teams have only three games anyway. Yeah, so, and and I I mentioned Chicago particularly because they only had two games this week twenty, yeah, and now they have a two day break on week twenty one. So they basically have what? How many games the past few? The past it's really bad. Their schedule is really bad. But you already, I guess you already guys guys already know when when you drafted these players. Yeah, let's just hope that none of their big three rest as well. Uh, in one yeah. of these games, right? Uh, I, I think they should not. I mean, they have a two-day break. and, and, and They actually have a three-day break. 
uh, before they play again. So so they should not. They should not rest anymore. Uh, Washington, one of the teams with the better schedule this week, week 20. Yeah. Uh, they have a one game in the first four days uh, uh, for next week. Yep. So early on, at least it's good to know Atlanta, Washington, and then the Clippers, the the Bulls, the, the Sixers. They have a they have bad early schedules. Streaming wise, um, it's better not to steer clear from these teams early on, early on in the week. And then on with the with the two game teams, no, as I said, um, you you see you see, uh, Utah, no Utah. Place day one and then has a four day break. Yeah. That's huge. That's like a San Antonio kind of a situation this week. That's why we mentioned about those players you can, you have to drop, like Dunn, Dalen Horton, Tapper, those guys, Olinik. These guys are much more uh, must drops for me than the players in New York or the players in Charlotte because New York does have a. There's team none. They're, plus, they don't have much of those, you know. Yeah. Fringe type of players, right? Uh, maybe yes. Josh Hart. Yes, Josh Hart. Josh Hart is possible. Uh, as a guy who possible, you could possibly drop. Uh, you know? For Charlotte, I think Nick Richards is probably the another guy that may be there, probably there in the fringe type where you, you you're not sure if you're gonna hold on or not. Um, yeah, but like Komish said, you know, uh, if you drop early, you can probably get them back as well later on because no one's going to pick them up especially in the playoffs no one's going to pick them up if they don't have any teams uh, yeah so yeah those are the teams with the worst schedules now let's move on to the other side teams with good schedule uh, Detroit is Commission's favorite uh, they have three games in the first four days they also have a good schedule they also had a good schedule in week 20 they had four games in week 20 20, unfortunately, a lot of their best fantasy players uh, did not play as well. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about Ivy, I'm talking about Stewart, I'm talking about Bojan, I'm talking about... You know, um, and there's, you know, I think players who benefited this week were Wiseman, maybe Bagley. Livers. Livers uh, those Killian. guys. Killian. Killian had a great game today. And as I, I going into next week, I think Killian would have a big week. He's gonna have a big week. Livers also. Killian and Livers will have big weeks next week. So, and Duren. Duren. Duren came Jaylen back Duren. today. Ah, Jalen Duren. And had uh, his usual double double. So I think that's big. Plus Marvin Bagley, I think, got hurt uh yes. as well today. So we might see more Duren for next week. Uh Milwaukee. Another team with uh, three games in four days. Uh, not sure if that's good for Giannis and Drew. But do they have a back-to-back? They do have some back-to-backs. Yeah, they do. They will have a back-to-back there. They will have a back-to-back. So that's where, Giannis... Yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to Giannis a drop? No, just joking. <laughs> no, no, no. Giannis is not a drop. But, well, let's hope he starts playing <laughs> before, yeah. you know, I mean, before it's too late for his owners. Uh Owners have been really frustrated about it. Phoenix also. Phoenix has three games in the first four days. But well, KD's a drop already because he's out. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, yeah. Sacramento, three games in four days, middle of the week. Yeah. Uh, so players you can target, Malik Monk, Trey Lyles. Uh, those are some of the players that you can look into when you are picking 
players off for your week 21. Uh, the other teams with three games in the last four days, Denver, Orlando, and Toronto. So, yeah. Hopefully, um, Franz Wagner got hurt today. So, watch out for that as well. That, you know, that space, that team. Because, you know, some players might be and, suddenly and be Wendell relevant. Came back. Wendell came back. Um, but they said they're going to manage his minutes. So, let's see if he plays those games. That's but unfortunate. I'm, he played well today. Yeah, he played well. But but he, they didn't say they're going to rest him. They just say they're going to manage the minutes. But well. let's see. And JJT with Jokic, no? Um, next week, if he gets through this week, it's, I mean, three games in the last four days with Jokic in a playoff matchup is a big advantage. Especially, you know, it, it's, it's better well, than Jokic, last it, Jokic himself, to be honest, is a big, huge advantage. Even this week, yeah. they had four games, right? They had four games this week. Yes. Uh, you have some that sense of confidence somehow uh, that he's going to produce. It's just the other players around him. That you have to worry about really. Uh, Jokic is not a problem, but Jokic alone would not cannot win you playoff games. That's what I realized. Jokic is great, but in a playoff scenario, if he is, if you rely too much on him, he's not gonna win you that playoff match because he only teams only need five categories, and you know strategies really come into play. Uh, so. Yeah. So, but yeah, like yeah. to Commission's point, he is a big advantage. He has always been a big advantage throughout the season. Maybe next week, before he gives you a two-game week in the finals. So, uh, just get you there first. He'll try to get yeah. you there first. It's, it's like the SGA situation, right? Get you there first before getting some load management uh, for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, other teams, well. I mentioned Denver, to Orlando, Toronto. Other teams with good schedule. Um, Boston. Kamish likes Boston with the best four games late. They go up against Houston, Minnesota, Portland, and Utah. Uh, the challenge there is that these teams could be could be what? Uh, lopsided. Could be, <laughs> yeah. Could be Thank crushed in, in these games. So, let's see. Houston starts with Boston, but they also get the Lakers and the Pelicans. So those are good match- matchups in terms of pace. The Lakers, one of the teams with the best pace as well, goes up against the Pelicans and the Rockets. Uh, then they and have the Mavs and the Magic. They have the Mavs and the Magic to wrap up their week. So yeah, those are the teams with a good schedule in terms of streaming schedule, in terms of pace in terms of matchups now let's look at the, some players to add Spurs guys it's hard to add Spurs players just because of the erratic uh, schedules like you, yeah you can add Branham but if Keldon plays if Vassell plays then suddenly he loses a lot of value you could play you could get Bassi but uh, if Zach Collins still there so hard to to get especially in these types of playoff situations where you like to take lesser risks unless you're quite behind or you're you're the underdog. Um, yeah, I've seen Sohan drop. He is injured, so I'm not sure how valuable he will be. But watch that space, I guess. Watch that team disperse. They probably have the most stream. The McDermott, you talked about McDermott, could be valuable. Uh 
this week. Um, other players, Tari Eason. Uh, he's been playing well. Yeah, he's been playing well. He's been playing well. Ma- ma- maybe it's just not yet in the fifty percent mark, so I added, I put him there. Yeah, maybe Austin, you know, let's just add him. Austin Reeves. Uh, he's been also playing really well. Uh, the field goal has been better, really good. Plus, he contributes across the board, so that can help you. Uh, Bruce Brown, in case he was dropped, because he hasn't been playing well. Well enough, you know, in a fantasy playoff situation, it's so hard to rely on Bruce Brown. So, some teams might have dropped him, right? I dropped him in the invitation. So yeah. So, uh, you know, I uh, probably one move that uh, I, I couldn't choose which player to drop, so I decided to just drop Bruce Brown. Um, I'm thinking that he probably would still be available. Not a lot of teams would probably get him immediately. Uh, I say Livers. He probably is one player who's not going to be popular uh, in terms of holding on to. So he could be could have been dropped. Killian Hayes and Corey Joseph. Joseph for Detroit, like we talked about. And maybe RJ Hampton uh, in deeper, way deeper leagues. And other possible streamers, Mo Wagner, Trey Lyles, Malik Monk, Tori Craig, or Joshua Kogi. That rounds out. And Terrence Ross. Add that Terrence Ross. Four threes yeah, today. Terrence Ross. 7 of 13. So that's solid fantasy contribution already for your streamer. All right. Anything else, Kamish, you wanted to add? Nope. That's it. Good all right. Job that's it. Week 21. We are two weeks left. There are two weeks left before we end fantasy season, at least. For the fantasy bench warmers league, for the rest, there's still a lot more fantasy. There are four weeks left for everyone, for those who have their fan playoffs on week 22. So that's where the really silly season comes into play. Uh, so, anyway, that's it for today's uh, schedule analysis. And we'll see you guys again tomorrow for regular daily fantasy. As always, follow, subscribe. Uh, hit that subscribe before we close to the end get closer to the end hopefully you get subscribe as well alright bye guys see you tomorrow